would not like to make the, the following remarks uh, very briefly. Um, just to remind ourselves uh, of the context uh, that we meet at a time when the COVID-19 pandemic is ravaging the world. Uh, South, Af South Africans uh, have not been spared in all of this. Neither has parliament and public representatives. New cases as of this morning are reported to be around 16,240, uh, which translate to 27.5% positivity rate. The deaths stands at 516 new deaths, uh, uh, which increases our numbers to date to 68,192. There are recoveries that are around uh, 2 million and 98,818. Active cases stands at 160,462. And the total cases stands at 2,327,472. On our part as Parliament, we note the passing on of, amongst others, Dr. Abin Gomo, former Member of Parliament, National Assembly, Obrimukwen, MP, uh, and, and, and former, former National Assembly member. Uh, a few days ago, we were also uh, bearing Mr. Uh, Murutwa, um, uh, also a, a, a former MP uh, and a member of the, of the National Assembly. Now I've heard of uh, Ms. Malulek, uh, who's also a, a, a past on. Uh, of course, we know that many others uh, are getting inf in infected. Uh, we also note the, the passing on of uh, PCO officials and related or similar persons, uh, people who are assisting us uh, to do constituency work, constituency work and, and related uh, work in communities. Uh, vaccination, vaccination uh, of course, centers are opened and, and they continue to, to do their work. Uh, what of course is also important is to know that uh, in, in the context of the continent, uh, work continues, uh, albeit uh, the, the, with, with, with whatever difficulties that are, are being experienced, including uh, amongst others, uh, 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 vaccine nationalism. We call on all of us to observe COVID-19 protocols. Uh, we should stay at home uh, as much as we can and avoid crowd, crowded uh, uh, places. 
we must wash our, our hands regularly and sanitize. We should also keep uh, the social distance and, and, and wear the mask at all, at all times. Uh, do whatever can be identified that this is, 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 is done uh, and never lose the, the relevant and, and necessary momentum. Together, of course, uh, we will prevail uh, and we remain uh, optimistic. Um, so with these few words, uh, let us just be reminded uh, of our responsibility and all the kinds of things that we do uh, now and in the coming coming period. God bless, bless Africa. Having said that, uh, uh, honorable members, um, uh, I will now request delegates to observe a moment of silence for prayer or, or meditation. Thank you very much. Honorable delegates, before we proceed, I'd like to remind you of the following. That the virtual sitting constitutes a sitting of the National Council of Provinces. That the place of the sitting is deemed to be Cape Town, where the seat of the National Council of Provinces is. That delegates in the virtual sitting enjoy the same powers and privileges that apply in the sitting of the National Council of Provinces. That for the purpose of the quorum, all delegates who are locked onto the virtual platform shall be considered present. That delegates must always switch on their videos. That delegates should ensure that the microphones on their gadgets are muted and must always remain muted unless uh, you have permission to speak. And that interpretation facility is active, and that any delegate who wishes to speak must, must use the raise your hand function. Having uh, done, being done with that, uh, I'm told that uh, there'll be no notices of motion or motions without uh, uh, notice. So we'll proceed, honorable delegates, we'll now proceed to the order of the day. Consideration of the select committee uh, uh, report on cooperative governance and traditional affairs, water sanitation, and, and human settlement. Notice of intervention issued in terms of section 1391B of the Constitution 1996, Inum a district municipality dated the 6th of July, 2021. I now call on the Honorable TSC Dodogo to present the committee. Honorable Dodogo. Thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson. Allow me to present a statement 
on notice of intervention in terms of section 1391b of the constitution in Mkanyaku, the district municipality. In October 2015, the Provincial Executive Council in Natal took a resolution to intervene at Mkanyakuja District Municipality in terms of Section 1391B of the Constitution. The decision was informed by the assessment for about years the municipality had been limping from one problem to another. Problems had been indicated by persistent governance, financial and service delivery challenges that the municipality been unable to resolve despite provincial and national government support. Since, the municipality sub- since then, the municipality was subsequently made good progress and in all key performance areas, the intervention was terminated on the 15th of November, 2017. In spite of the measures by COGTA to support the municipality, in terms of section 154 of the constitution, municipality regressed to dysfunctionality due to chronic internal divisions amongst other reasons. Despite guidance, advice and support, in terms of section 154, the municipality remained dysfunctional and regressed in financial management, oversight and governance. There was frequent and persistent breakdown of council meetings due to internal divisions within the council itself. This was triggered by the suspension in the main of the CFO by the accounting officer on the 13th of February, 2020, and again on the 11th of March, 2020, due to alleged maladministration, fraud and corruption. This was triggered this all triggered allegations, counter-allegations of maladministration, fraud and corruption by the mayor against the accounting officer. Following the appointment of three security service providers in November 2019, the tension escalated further and on the 28th of May 2020, the council could not pass the IDP and the budget due to internal divisions within the majority party. Hence, the current state of dysfunctionality calls for the re-invocation of Section 1391B of the Constitution in order to restore some aspect of internal institutional stability, sound financial management, and effective service delivery. In terms of governance and institutional matters, on governance and institutional matters, the municipality experienced challenges of frequent and persistent breakdown of council meetings due to internal divisions. This was triggered, as I indicated, by the suspension of, this, of the CFO. In terms of viability and management, the cash flow situation in the municipality has deteriorated over the last two financial years. Although management had developed a cash flow plan, there is no commitment and agency to take decisions that are critical to the sustainability of the institution. The municipality doesn't have sufficient cash to meet its current or short-term obligations, such as payments to creditors. In terms of the internal control environment, 
several indicators showed that that the internal control environment in the municipality remains weak. The management persistently failed to implement policies and teachers of the municipality, leading to the ballooning of unauthorized, irregular, fruitless, and wasteful expenditures, which currently sits sitting at 2.7 billion rands. This points to a complete disregard of policy frame and procedures and no regular reporting in terms of section 32 of the MFMA. In terms of service delivery, although there is a use of consultants, the municipality's compliance with report on infrastructure program is described as inconstant. The municipality doesn't have a planned and preventative maintenance program in place and no funds to finance such a program. With all this in mind, Honorable Chairperson, on the basis of serious challenges prevailing in the municipality of Kanyakude, the Provincial Executive Council resolved to intervene in terms of Section 139 of the Constitution at the municipality on the 27th of February 2021 by assuming the functions specified in terms of Sections 51, 54A, and 56 of the Municipal Systems Act, as well as those related to financial management. The Provincial Executive Council also authorized the MEC for COCTA to appoint a suitably qualified person to implement the following 10 grants, to be a compulsory signatory to the municipality's primary bank account, to establish and appoint the acting chairperson on the interim finance committee to monitor the cash flow of the municipality to ensure that the, the interim financial committee meets regularly and report nightly to the executive committee of council on the cash flows position of the municipality so that also payments that approved or disapproved are ensured that are taken forward accordingly to implement governance systems and procedures, including oversight over the administration, ratification of decisions taken by the municipal council and executive committee and all the relevant authorities within the municipality. Ensuring that the implementation of findings arising from any investigation into fraud or maladministration or corruption taking place. Given all of this, honorable chairperson, uh, the committee engaged with both the internal and external stakeholders in the municipality to solicit their views in terms of the decision by the Provincial Executive Council to invoke Section 139 of the Constitution in this municipality. In terms of the constitutional procedural requirements, the Secular Committee has noted that Minister of COCTA and Honorable Damine Zuma and the chairperson of the NCOP were notified of the intervention on 27th of February, 2021, and the minister approved the intervention as such. The select committee further noted that the substantive matters relating to the invocation of section 1391B of the constitution revolve around the municipal failure and challenges related to governance and transformation financial viability and management as well as service value. The subcommittee has noted with concern 
the failure of the municipality to implement the findings and recommendations of the four commission forensic investigations from 2012 until 2019. The select committee has also noted that the MEC has commissioned an investigation in terms of section 106 of the Municipal Systems Act. The investigation has been finalized and approved by MEC. However, the forensic report has not been tabled to council due to council's instability and collapse of council meetings. The select committee has noted concerned for instability, non-compliance of code conduct by councillors, lack consequence management, lack service delivery, non-sitting of meetings, and non-dealing of forensic investigation report. And still the committee has noted all the political parties, including OS Labour, support the invocation of Section 139 of the Constitution in the district municipality of Mukanyapunge. The select committee is of the opinion that the invocation of Section 1391B of the Constitution is justifiable on substantive and procedural matters as contained in the notice of intervention to the NCOP. With all that in mind, Honorable Chairperson, the Select Committee placed the following recommendations to the House. That the NCOP approves the intervention in Kanyaku District Municipality in terms of Section 139B of the Constitution. That the appoint, uh, appointed administrator should, in line with the terms of reference, fast track the implementation of the findings arising from any investigation into fraud, maladministration, and corruption. That the KwaZulu Natal MEC for Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs should table the report of which investigations in terms of Section 106 of the Local Government Municipal Systems Act. That the ministerial representative from the Department of COPTA should work together with the offices of the Speaker and the Mayor to prioritize the passing of the Municipal Integrated Development Plan and the budget in the interest of the provision of service to the community of Mukanyabunda District. That the MEC should table quarterly progress reports on the implementation of Section 1391B of the Constitution, including the implementation of the findings and recommendations of the previous Commission investigation reports to the NCOP. And lastly, the Security on Corporate Governance and Traditional Affairs, together with the relevant portfolio committee in the KwaZulu-Natal Legislature, should monitor progress in respect of the implementation of the recommendation of the select committee and the resolution of this particular house. Thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson of the House. Thanks. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Godovu. Honorable members, I now put the question. The question is that the report be adopted. Before we proceed to voting, however, I shall allow provinces the opportunity to make their declarations of vote in terms of Rule 71, if they so wish. Just to remind, remind honorable members, a maximum time allowed for this is three minutes per declaration. Honorable Chair? Yes, uh, Western Cape wants to make a declaration, please. Please proceed. Thank you. Honourable Chair, the Western Cape DA adopts the report of the Section 
1391B intervention of the constitution in the Umkankundo district municipality, but raise our concern about the constant failure to implement section 154 of the constitution that speaks to provincial support and assistance to municipalities, as well as incapacity of administrators to restore the constitutional statutory obligations and address the mismanagement of incapacitated administrations. The fact that there are no recorded successful Section 139 interventions in South Africa is further proof that both the constitutional Section 154 and Section 139 interventions are only legislated documented, documented compliance to the constitution without results or consequences of non-compliance. The chronic failure of discipline and order amongst councillors to the constitutional obligations and the regulated legislation must be addressed by the said provincial administrations and the said political parties should proactively ensure municipal governance disasters as and sorry, I repeat, um, and the said political party should proactively ensure municipal governance disasters are averted and that communities are protected from local government mismanagement and political infightings. The lack of support and assistance from the provincial department of COPTA is clearly seen in the lack of measurable results. It needs to be noted that the priority of compliance and discipline in implementation are vital to save our municipal, municipalities. I thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Abstachne. Uh, is there anyone, any political party that wishes to make a uh, uh, declaration? <clears throat> uh, Honorable Bartlett? Honorable Chair? Honorable Chair? Please proceed. Okay. I'm just struggling with my video chair. Honorable Chairperson, the agency's vision for local government is located within the paradigm of a capable and developmental state. Where the state is inundated with certain capabilities to mobilize domestic and foreign capital working together with other social partners, to achieve the state objective of eradicating poverty, unemployed and underdevelopment. In order to achieve the objectives of the developmental state, local government must be able to deliver the services to the local population in an efficient and sustainable manner. This improves the quality of life for local residents and creates a contempt of, for development. I have a problem with my yeah. I have a problem. Can I, can I, can I, yes, can I, please, please, please proceed. Okay. It is in this context that we stand in support of the section 1391B intervention in Kunyakure, the state municipality. This is aimed at resolving the challenges in governance, administration, and financial management. Due to internal divisions in council, there has been a failure to convene meetings in three consecutive tries. Thus has resulted in serious implications for service delivery and administration, which has led to crucial decisions not being made. The breakdown in governance has also led to important reports 
not being processed by council. This also includes the completed forensic investigation report and has compromised the fight against corruption, malfeasance, and maladministration in their district. Since the last section 139 intervention, which ended in 2017 and produced good results, according to the Auditor General's MFMA report of 2019-2020, Mkanya Kude District Municipality has regressed in terms of its audit outcomes. There has also been a failure to respond to the Auditor General's recommendations. This intervention will allow the provincial government to appoint to appoint a representative. There has also been a failure to respond to the AG's recommendations. This intervention will allow the provincial government to appoint a representative who will take over certain functions as prescribed in the Municipal Systems Act, including sections 55, 56, and 57. The appointed authority will ensure that competent and capable human resources are appointed. They will ensure that the recovery plan is designed and implemented. This will be ultimately aimed at stabilizing municipal finances and ensure that crucial services delivery programs are well funded and executed. I thank you, Chair. Thank you very much, Honorable uh, any other person wishing wishing to make a declaration? None. Uh, and this being the case, we shall now proceed to the voting on the question. And the question is that the report be adopted. Uh, uh, I now call upon the provinces to cast their votes. And when I call upon heads of delegates, delegations, must indicate whether they vote in favor, against, or abstain. They must indicate whether they vote in favor, against, or abstain. We'll start with the Eastern Cape. Eastern Cape? Eastern Cape support the report. Eastern Cape supports the report in favor. Uh, Free State? Free State votes in favor, Honorable. Free State votes in favor, Gauteng. Gauteng votes in favor, Honorable Chairperson. Gauteng votes in favor, Limpopo. Limpopo votes in favor, Honorable Chairperson. Limpopo votes in favor, Mpumalanga. <laughs> Mpumalanga votes in favor, Chairperson. Mala votes in favor. Northern Cape. Northern Cape votes in favor, Honorable Chair. Northern Cape votes in favor. Northwest. Northwest votes in favor. The Western Cape. Western Cape supports. Western Cape uh, supports. Uh, it was Zulu Natal. It was Zulu Natal. Yes, sir. Voting is now closed and all the provinces have voted in favor. I therefore declare the report adopted in accordance with Section 65 of the Constitution. Um, thank you very much. Honorable delegates, uh, 
That concludes the business of the day. The house is now adjourned. Thank you. Thanks, Chairperson. Thank you, Chair. Recording stopped. Thank you, Advocate. Thank you, colleagues. Thank you. Um, okay. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, colleagues. Uh, I think you can end uh, in the meeting. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, unless if there's anybody who wants to say something. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Thank you very much. You may spend the meeting.